It's clear to you that de-icing the wings will not be done in a jiffy. You look for phone outlets but see none, only photos of phone outlets. A voice announces your gate is now 39C-12B-9A. It's like musical chairs if musical chairs made you sob in the pet relief area. A child picking his nose stares. His parents have abandoned him. The airport will raise him now. Don't let flight delays ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com This is the 5AM Hustle Podcast. Get ready to learn about personal development and entrepreneurship in the new era. I'm your host, Jack Constantine. Let's go. Welcome back, hustlers, to the Five and Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Jack Considine. And I'm Namish Kaista. And today we're excited to welcome Jacob Matatek on the podcast. He's one of our younger guests, um, but Jacob is known for his brand, Paradise Hills, which has been worn by Trevor Daniels, Andre Drummond, and many more notable people. Jacob, uh, we're excited to have you on the podcast today. Real quick, just tell the listeners a little bit more um, just about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name's Jacob. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I uh, started Paradise Hills, uh, I think, t- two years ago, just about. And uh, I'm also like a photographer, videographer. I do a lot of creative direction type stuff, but COVID sort of wrecked that for now. But, you know. <laughs> Sweet. So the first thing we want to talk about is about Paradise Hills itself. Can you give a little bit of insight on like why you chose the messaging you did, why you chose the name and, and kind of the brand in general? Like what's the vision for it? Yeah, so Paradise Hills, uh, the the name comes from whenever I, I was on tour before COVID with a, uh, v- a very small metal band, actually. We were touring in their, their, their mom's van uh, from Detroit all the way down to Texas to Fresno, California, all the way back. And uh, it, it was going to be a, a wild time. So uh, we get we get through about half the tour and we're in New Mexico and uh, our car actually just starts smoking and the brakes stop working and we're just kind of stranded in this desert. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not a fun time where we all have low battery on our phone, but I use like the last 2% to make a call to my dad and uh, our only relative outside of Pittsburgh happened to live like an hour away from where we broke down. So he, he took the plunge and uh, he, he helped us out. And uh, at the time, I had a little journal with me and I was writing down ideas for my clothing brand and uh, I, I needed to figure out the name. I didn't have a name for it. So um, I, you know, we, we got to his uh, neighborhood slash town and it was called Paradise Hills. And I thought that was really cool. And uh, so I, I wrote that down and stuff. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's how I got the name. And then I kind of came up with uh, like a play on words with the whole breaking down thing. It was like, if you're lost, broken down or stuck somewhere, you could always create your own paradise. But I'm going to keep it real. I think that's really cheesy. I think too many brands do this whole like create your own reality thing. So now, now I change it to the Paradise Hills Arts District because it's just like, 
I don't know. I I want I want my Instagram or like my clothing brand to be like this community of like artists and like it's like the art district. Like you enter this place and like it's just it's just cool art. And sometimes art doesn't even have to have meaning. And I think that's kind of important to see as well because everybody's like, oh, it has to have a story. It has to have a story. And like, I don't know. I I agree to an extent, but uh yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah it's like I feel like a lot of artists and a lot of like creators and stuff struggle with like trying to keep it authentic sometimes because it's like you kind of yeah. want to be like you kind of want to be legit but then also sometimes like you're saying so many brands try to do like this create your own reality bullshit and like it just doesn't feel authentic or like you can tell like if you're to go like on Hollister's like Instagram you can tell this is like a corporate run like <laughs> yeah thing. yeah I like story don't get me wrong story is like super important like you gotta have a story you gotta you gotta provide like like you gotta give some sort of feeling to somebody with like a story uh but at the same time you can also just make cool shit like uh like i have um you know i have the lover boys casino hat and it's you know it's about how love's a gamble you know is it is it love or lust sometimes people want just sex and sometimes people you know actually want love and um so like i guess you could say that that's a story but that's really just the meaning behind the the design and um and then i also have the the hoodie it's like addicted to you like the nicotine and i'm gonna keep it real there's zero story with that i just thought it was cool <laughs> yeah so. and it's like it's like even though like even though it can mean like one thing to you it can mean something completely different to another person I think that's what's so cool is like yeah my you can, you can still have an impact that way yeah my, my brother he's uh he's kind of he's sort of in this field he's he's a music producer so like he kind of is in like the creative area so he helped me out with the clothing brand stuff and he told me he was like if you have to spell if you have to spell out pretty much like the story to somebody you're doing art wrong because it's like it's there to be interpreted so I uh that that kind of stuck with me so that's kind of a cool way to put it even though like I always thought about how it can mean something to someone else I feel like I never thought about like you shouldn't have to like tell someone straight up like yeah this is why this is cool like just give them just give them like a time and a place and uh, let them figure it out for themselves. Like, because that's what he, he gave the example of uh, like Gucci doing it. And they always like for a collection, they just give like, this is based out of uh, like, I don't know, our Egyptian inspired thing in the the 1900s you know it's like and they don't tell you each design is like oh this this and that it's like that's there for you to interpret which is kind of cool but yeah um so what's your first design look like um or how did that how did you like that thought process work the the first design was mad cheesy and i i completely messed it up uh i I'm not the, you know, I'm not the brightest guy. I uh, made this design and it was very basic. It just said paradise on the front and on the back, there's a Venn diagram. It said, don't compare yourself. But the thing is, is that it wasn't a Venn diagram. It was just two ovals. (laughs) It was like really, really 
dumb and messed up and now that I think about it I kind of wish I still had it but I I actually did just give that to Goodwill straight up so someone's got that <laughs> that's crazy that's so fun. so how how have you developed since then because who's to say something is right or wrong it's like you said it's up to interpretation but I'm sure you have your own criticism of your own work as you progress so how have you been yeah like working your craft that that is a that's a really great question it just kind of like happens naturally and I think a big portion of it is me being okay with the design and then showing it to like my brother or I'd show it to Arlen or I'd show it to people you know they would be like this is sick you know and uh and then also a big factor um just simply I I've ran ads uh for you know my brand and I ran ads on like the first stuff and no one bought, you know, wasted a lot of money. And I'm like, okay, I either, my ads either just aren't like optimized or targeting the right people or my designs suck or both. And guess what? It was both. (laughs) So then I started creating like things that I think were good. Like it's all just try, check and revise, you know? Um, So I would like run ads on a design that I thought was cool and if it performed, like if I got a sale from it, that means that it performed because I had, you know, I had like zero, I had zero social proof. I had um, trash designs, but, you know, it's slowly working its way up. And so um, the ads, the ads um, decided the factor of like, is it good or not? Um so yeah sorry my my brain honestly just fogged up but <laughs> yeah you're good you're good don't worry about it um yeah but like do you take that do you try to like really look at the numbers and stuff especially so I know like you put a lot of stuff on in social media and so like do you like put it out like what's your goal behind that do you put it out to like get feedback do you put it out to like get awareness or like a little bit of both like what exactly is that um it's it's hard to it's hard to say because uh like i'm trying to think about the the past and like what it is a it's a great question what makes this design bad and this one good you know it's just like i i i thought it was good at the time but it really wasn't now that i think about it i think that's just like you're always progressing as an artist and always think that your stuff is bad but um the the Loverboy Casino whole collection, because I have I have a hoodie, I have another hoodie, and I have the hat, and uh, I, I dropped those. And that is, I got feedback on that through ads, right? Like, people would DM me, be like, yo, this is sick, like, when's this dropping, stuff like that. And then I, you know, I finally dropped it, and um, people were buying people actually were buying and that was the first time I was like yo wait people are buying my stuff you know this is kind of cool it was not it wasn't it was an average price hoodie I believe I was selling them for 57 dollars so like I mean that's that's pretty you know it's not too expensive um and people were buying so I was like this is really cool I must be doing something right so let's sort of piggyback off of this you know and um so as I just kind of grew the brand and the social proof, more people kept buying. It was always it was always the Lover Boys Casino one, and then uh, I made 
I made a shirt. It said, some girls go to West Hollywood, others stay in their hometown. Uh, that, that whole story is just like, hey, some people take risks and some people don't. And honestly, those people probably regret it because I'm trying to uh, not move to West Hollywood, but move to Los Angeles. And uh, so that kind of stuck with me. And that was a huge thing as well. That's probably what you saw Arlen where I would assume um, those those two designs are kind of what jump started this whole thing, I would say. So like up until then, my design sucked. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, they don't, you know, it was just kind of like that. It was really weird. Uh, another thing that made me realize my designs don't really suck anymore is like I would reach out to celebrities and managers and stuff like that. And so I reached out to Trevor Daniel. Um, he's uh he's a pretty big artist. I, I think he's massive, but in the grand scheme of things, a lot of people don't know him. I was kind of shocked by that, but they probably know his number one song, which was like kind of on TikTok for a while. But uh, Trevor Daniel, I hit up his manager and he was super nice. And uh, he was like, yo, this is sick. Yeah, send me one and send Trevor one and we'll get a photo of Trevor in it. And so that's whenever I realized, I was like, okay, wait, I might, I might have something here, you know? Uh, if, if a celebrity is going to wear this, this is like really cool. Um, so that, that, that hoodie, that hoodie, I honestly got to bring back. I, I, uh, I kind of forgot about it, but it was uh, called everyone in Hollywood faked it. Uh, and then in parentheses, it was, so I am too, because, you know, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to act like you're the big dog. <laughs> so that was yeah, it's the, like kind of like that self-talk too it's like we talk about that all the time here like nobody really knows what they're doing but we're all does. just trying to figure it out so it's like fine yeah. you know and it's like yeah. even the people that seem like they have all their shit together most of the time they don't i mean every once in a while you might come across someone but like the people that made it the farthest for people that like were able to just like believe in themselves to like push through that it's kind of weird yeah. i don't know um do you ever feel like pressure to just like make your stuff better and better like have you ever had yeah. moments where it's like one thing does really well and your next thing doesn't do as well and you're like shit <laughs> and you're like what if I lose all this momentum or do you ever get scared of that and how do you deal with that yeah so uh that's actually that's exactly where I'm at right now I have this new drop I'm waiting for the samples they should be arriving this week and I haven't showed a single person them yet uh except like friends and stuff but I haven't showed any of the followers it yet and yeah oh yeah i'm terrified that no one's gonna like it but i think that people like it um i ever since like i really i i haven't been releasing new stuff i've just kind of kept the same old stuff and people keep sort of buying it but um i i wanna i i wanna actually do this uh the right way and professionally with this new drop i'm gonna like rent out a studio and you know get like models and shoot a whole drop video and uh you know do all that type of stuff and run some crazy promo i, I got some crazy stuff in the works and it's really nice because with my new like freelance job i actually i have the money to do so now so it should definitely uh, i honestly think the brand's gonna take off this year so that's gonna be amazing but that's awesome. awesome no yeah that's that's part of it you know just believing in yourself mm. let's talk yeah, a little bit about um the the your transition to freelance work because a lot of people 
run into the issue of, oh, I don't have enough money to start or I need to get a crappy job or they're afraid to quit the crappy job. And you just went through kind of this whole process. So can you explain to us what you're doing before and why you decided to quit and then move to freelance work? All right. So I'm going to, okay. Anybody listening to this podcast, they're going to get the best advice of their life. All right. I promise you this, this will work with anything. Okay. So take, take a a skill that you want to learn get good at it uh start making just free random like mock-ups for it so so my freelance thing is it's email design right so i wanted to get into this i wanted to have clients i wanted to have people who pay me to do email design so what are you going to do okay i have no experience so the beauty of email design is i can take any brand any brand at a grocery store and just make an email for them and like just be like like don't lie and say, Hey, I worked with these people, but be like, Hey, I made these mock-ups. And so get a bunch of free work done, like of just these brands and start, uh, start DMing people who, for me, it was people who had the, the bio on Twitter email marketing, cause they can probably help me. So I would just DM these people and be like, Hey, I made these mock-ups. I'm trying, I'm doing email design. I wanted to know if you have you if you need my service and I mean it, it was almost too easy honestly like I'm gonna be real I I would thought it would take like 300 dms to get someone to stick it was like after the 20th I got somebody and I was like wow so um yeah literally make free stuff and pitch it to somebody and if it's good enough they will probably hire you but um uh, that that's all thanks to my my friend he does uh website design and he told me he's like yo email design's kind of his new thing he was like definitely try to get into this so he like told me about it and so I went out and reached out myself um but actually uh it a lot of my stuff with success like stems back to uh Arlen honestly he um in in Maxi Arlen's program there's a guy and he did uh, Facebook ads and uh, he, he did a lot of like e-commerce stuff and he has a really good reputation on the e-commerce side of Twitter. And we've been talking, I always sent him like Paradise Hill stuff. I always asked him advice for ads cause he's the ad God. And uh, so he's, he saw my work, you know, he, he saw it. He was honestly just kind of like lurking, you know, in the shadows. And he saw that I was doing email design and he randomly shouted me out, like straight up was just like, Hey, work with Jacob. If you want your emails to not suck. And, um, so that, that got me my, my second person. And I, that also got me a good amount of followers of people who just were interested in email design. And it's kind of cool. I'm building like a community of that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I would say if you if you want your life to change and you have a, a high valuable skill in the online space that you can sell, just make free stuff and then send it to people. And, but like the, the crucial part is like make them good, you know, like take your time on them because right now you do have a lot of time. You just probably work at Walmart, which is what I was doing at the time. <laughs> So. Yeah, and for a little bit of context for people that don't know who Arlen Moore is, 
Uh, he's this awesome guy who does a um, ton of stuff on social media, YouTube, he used to be a vlogger. But what he does now is basically lifestyle design and mindset design, all this different stuff. And the, the beautiful thing about what he's done and what a lot of people are doing on the internet right now is that people our age and, and any age can start to actually create communities of people that are actually trying to start things. And so without Arlen or someone being able to make this type of community, I wouldn't be in touch with you right now. Um, they may happen to go to my high school, but there's so many people that are probably podcasters or started brands that you can collaborate, reach out to and get advice from and all grow together because uh, I, I was watching um, the Mr. Beast podcast with uh, Logan Paul and he was describing how if you get five people all together and you all fail at a sa the same thing or a similar thing together at the same time, you're going to learn five times as many lessons as you go instead of oh, yeah. being you on your own like and trying to grunt it out. So making that investment yourself, getting into some different communities, uh, whether it be just a Discord chat or investing in a program, whatever, Maxi is a great thing to do for anyone. Mm -hmm. Just that entry into the door to get people to reach out to whatever. Because I'm sure you can agree that when someone is actually responding and saying, oh, this is a cool idea, it motivates you so much when someone gives yeah. you that validation. Dude, like, okay. No, absolutely zero hate to my friends here. They, you know, they're, they're going the traditional route with like college and things of that sort. Um, but there's, there's something to be said whenever I'm talking to my friends and it's like penny pinching for a $15 meal. And then I'm online in maxi and I'm literally talking to like a millionaire and he's just got like a completely different mindset. And like, he's just like, you know, it, it's, it's. And no, it's crazy, the perspectives, and that's what courses will get you. Um, so something something I do want to say, because um, I almost kind of fell for it, but uh, a lot of courses are trash. Don't, don't invest into courses that are bad. Like those people you see on YouTube that are like, oh, uh, what was it? Amazon affiliate program or something like that, you know, or like, learn how to drop ship in 30 days like i don't i don't really trust them maybe they're real maybe they're not whatever but uh there's courses out there like arlen's uh where you don't pay a lot of money for it you just pay a monthly fee and like arlen's is like 15 bucks a month and you get this awesome community and uh i mean it's yeah it's it's amazing and it doesn't break your bank because that what that just showed me is that Arlen doesn't really care about the money like yeah he does but at the same time he just wants to help people because he's making it affordable to people who need the help you know I can't really drop five grand on a course right now you know it's just like it's just not happening um but that also being said if it's like a course for something super specific like for instance uh i don't know if you know sam colder but he's a videographer he's massive and he is he is amazing his craft is absolutely amazing and he has like um like a master class or something like that like yeah go and spend the money because you're gonna learn from sam colder you know you gotta get somebody who you know and is like reputable for sure but yeah yeah, they yeah, always feel sure. like you're the you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with, and and yes, that's true. But nowadays, you don't have to be physically with them all the time. If you're 
on these communities talking to these people that's who you're giving your time and energy to and like you said like i'm sure you'd like hanging out with your friends and seeing them but that's usually for fun or for entertainment purposes whatever but when you're working on yourself working on your business you're talking to these types of people i myself have cut out a lot of people um from my hometown that i am friendly with but i didn't think that would attribute later to whatever i was working on and it was just something i had to make a decision on and i'm sure you've gone through the same process yourself Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I like, I, I like to think it's, I kind of got a little lucky. All of my friends are amazing people, and a lot of them, I think, are going to be successful 100%. Um, they don't have, like, a lazy mindset. It's just they have a, they have a very, like, limiting mindset, you know, like, one of my friends, uh, I told him, like, oh, I'm trying to make, like, 50 grand a month, and he's like, he's like, what? 50 grand that's so much it's like yeah but it is to you it isn't to me you know it's like it's all it's all in your head it is it's a whole mindset thing um and i really hope that they understand that eventually and that they can actually do whatever they want <laughs> and probably yeah. make money from it even i don't know yeah that's the weird thing it's to me to me it's always been like i never really noticed until i started like saying things out loud like that but like i realized not many other people think that way where it's like you can you just can do it <laughs> um yeah. it's possible no matter like if you believe in how in your ability to get through it that's like that's literally step one to like accomplishing it is just believing yeah. that you can do it and like that sounds cheesy and corny or whatever but it's true like you're it's very you're true. like your mind is literally your greatest obstacle and once you get over that a lot of other stuff becomes easier. Yeah. Um, a big thing with uh, a big a big thing with Maxi. I I don't know. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could say this because it's kind of part of the program. Do you, Do you think I could say it, Jack? I don't know. You can. If we can't, I can always cut it out. Don't worry. Okay. About it. Okay. Yeah. I I was just gonna talk about how Arlen has uh the master vision and how you like replay it at night, you know, and stuff yeah. like that, and it like really just programs your mind into thinking really positive well <laughs> i uh yeah i mean like it's just it's honestly foolproof it is i i literally had written down jacob is gonna get trevor daniels trevor daniel wearing paradise hills by x date and and it literally that happened it literally happened and i was just like okay there's something to this it's like it, it's not it's not like some magic happens. It's just like my brain's always on, oh, I'm going to get Trevor Daniel on it. So it's like, okay, what am I going to do to do that? And then I ended up doing it. It's just like weird. It's yeah, or all... it's like you write down your goals and put them like on your wall. Then yeah. you can, then it's just like your brain is constantly seeing it. Yeah. So then you're like, okay. Dude, like it's, it's the subliminal messaging that it's the same way. If you listen to a song over and over again, it gets stuck in your head and you kind of like replay yeah. it. It's the same exact thing. You replay that thought over and over yeah it is i um it, it, this month's so weird i know it just it just started but this is like you know i'm sorry my email design stuff and i can officially say that i am i'm making adult money i call it you know i'm not working at like walmart i'm not working at uh blaze pizza you know i'm not i'm this is an actual job and uh, I'm making Blaze pizza is really good. I work <laughs> there. I work there. So, uh, 
it, that actually was a really fun job that was because we were, we were all in high school and it was all it was actually only my friends it was so fun but uh yeah I uh this email design thing really showed me I'm making I'm making adult money now uh and it's really weird because a lot of people are going to be out of college making this money straight up uh probably more than me though because taxes happen and I'm not an employee for these people so I'm gonna get hit hard with it but we'll we'll just we'll leave that out (laughs) but uh you know I'm making a decent amount and I'm realizing now that it's just like I don't know it's just not that much like my mind's always on like 10 grand months or 50 grand months and from from the clothing brand that is I, I would feel way more rewarding if it was from the clothing brand so uh but yeah like my mind is at I want minimum 10 grand a month so now I'm at a, a decent amount and uh I'm just like yeah this it doesn't suck like I'm really happy for it I'm gonna be able to get a new car but like it's just, it's just funny. I, I can totally see whenever people say money doesn't buy you happiness. Cause I mean, I have, I, I don't, I don't have a lot, but I have probably the average Americans income now. And it's just like, Oh, that's it. <laughs> so it, no, it, it's really nice though. Cause it's going to prepare me, you know, cause I know I'm going to get to 10 grand. I'm going to go, Oh, all right. That's it. I can move to LA now. That's cool. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It, it is, it's a little weird, but yeah. Um, but it gives what's you your end goal? Oh, sorry, you, go you, you go to that yeah, two very different directions you could have taken with that. <laughs> I was going to say like, so what's like, what do you think like your end goal is with the brand? Cause you were talking about like, oh, I want like a 10 grand month, 50 grand month. But yeah. Does that mean like you would want to like sell or like, you just want this to be your own little baby or like what's going on yeah i just want it to be my own um i uh yeah my my end goal i would probably say is if you asked me this like a year ago i would say 10 grand months but i'm actually like kind of i'm i'm kind of close to that it's kind of like it's really cool to see um so i i would say 